I think we're ready. Welcome to a very special Pack Holiday special. I'm your host, Bruiser Carter, along with with my committee, with my family, with my my brethren. I start beside me. We got Mr. Johnny Mars. Good evening is when we are recording this. So what's up to y'all when y'all be looking at this? It's your boy, Johnny Mars. And happy holidays to all the families out there. Below me, Diane, we got my brother, Mr. Cut Carter. Cut through, happy holidays. Merry also, Christmas. Oh, also, Diane, we got Mr. JB. Yo, it's a blessing now, just to be him. And last but not least, we got my cousin, Mr. Damar. What you do, John? <laughs> Amen. Smile and wave, boys. Uh, how are you guys doing, man, on this, this holiday event? Pack, this is the second time, second straight year we're doing this. Mm. Hey, man. Good last, man. Feels pretty good. Relief checks coming. Jesus' birthday around the corner. Mm. Kwanzaa, relief mm. checks. Mm. John, what you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, relief checks. Relief. Before we start, before we start, before we start, what power did you guys gain today on this December 21st? I got the power to ignore people. Mm. Pretty strong. Oh, boy, you have no idea. It works one one. Would you say, JB? I got that one, too. I mean, it's just a coincidence we inherited the same power. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, John? What, you, what power you acquired? I got the power of progression, you know, the ability to just keep moving forward, man. I think that's more so like invincibility, you know what I'm saying? Take a hit, keep it moving, not get knocked down, get back up, you know what I'm saying? It's what it is. Okay, Roy Jones. <laughs> Cut Carter, what power did you gain this December 21st? I gained the power of patience. Oh, really? Yeah, that's Cap. <laughs> 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 the day that happens, let me know. <laughs> I guess I guess my powers didn't come in on time. I don't know what I gained. I just, you know, I feel like I'm feel the same. But it looked like your beard growing in, but you might got you got my might got have um uh, <laughs> accelerated <Talk> breeding. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, I know what that boy beard growing in. Mm -hmm. Hey man, Jay, your brush should get you some tea tree oil. If that's what you're really trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Two brush oh, tea God. tree oil. You got some tea tree oil. That's what I've been doing. That's All right, oil. Amazon. Amazon. All right, Alton. <laughs> <laughs> to be like, Alton, be like, you got to shave it and, and let it come back. <laughs> <laughs> man, shout out to everybody this holiday season, no matter your religion, your faith, or whatever. Etc. We just want to say happy holidays from Pack Life Podcast to you. Thank you for tuning in. And let's get active. We got to start with our. Let's get into our NBA playoff predictions. We don't want to get. No, no. We got we got some seasons tomorrow. We got opening night tomorrow. Who wants to go first to predict each conference one through eight for the uh, NBA season this season? Hmm. All right, let's do it. I think let's go conference by conference. I'm gonna go Eastern Conference, and I'm gonna come out the gate and go right with it. All right, I'm gonna give you the top it. three teams. All right, top three teams. Jada, let me talk real quick. Man. <laughs> Top three teams, though. Hey, real talk. I'm looking at it. Y'all are like, man, I don't know. I'm looking at it. I'm going to Nets, man. I like this team. I like the roster. I got them at number one. It's hard to see them in any other seed. All right, number two. I'm going to go ahead and take Philadelphia. I like Doc Rivers. I like the assistant coaching staff. I like that Sam Cassell has traveled over from the Clippers 
and now they got something that they're going to do with Ben Simmons, and he's going to develop him as a point guard like he did with John Wall when he was in Washington as their assistant coach years ago. So I like what they're going to do. They're going to be the second seed for sure. The third seed, that's going to be tough, but I think I'm going to have the Raptors coming back just because Nick Nurse is a winning coach. He is proven to be a NBA champion. I know y'all going to say Kevin Durant didn't play. Well, he's in the same conference now, so – Regardless of all that, I think he's going to be the third seed this year with the Raptors. And then number four, we're going to take the Heat. I think the Heat are actually going to be a good team this year, obviously, for Jimmy Butler coming back. They are probably going to start Tyler Harrow this year, so we'll see how he progresses into that starting role. Uh, number five, this is going to be tough, but I probably am going to take – give me – I don't like them like that, but give me Boston just because their roster is kind of complete – and they have been in the playoffs for the last few years, so they'll probably be solid in making it again this year. Then number six, obviously, I think the Bulls are going to make it this year. So mm-hmm. go ahead and give me them at the six C. I'm almost done real quick. My last two. Number seven, I like the Knicks. Again, I think the Knicks with Tom Thibodeau are going to find their way into the playoffs. We see that R.J. Barrett is going to take that next level. Alfred is going to be straight. Julius is more into that passing role. He's going to have increased production this year. So excited to see this Knicks team at number seven. And then lastly, at number eight, number eight, I'm going to take the Atlanta Hawks. I do think they have exactly what they need to be a playoff contender. I think Trey Young also takes that next step. Last episode, I predicted he is the MVP. So, of course, they would have to make the playoffs for that to happen. I also said they would be the four seed, but depending on where he uh, finishes in the ranks, we'll, we'll see how exactly this team will finish in the end of the year. So that's my eight seeds, uh, my eight teams for the Eastern Conference. Uh, y'all can go ahead and take it off. Three seed. Sir, you are bugging out. Mm. The Raptors will not be a top three seed, bro. And y'all at six? Stop it. I'm, I'm not even mad about the, the Bulls. <laughs> I, the, the Wizards not making it is a, a The Wizards play. not making it. Charlotte not making it. No, no, you no. Not, Charlotte's not going to make it. But the Knicks making it? Why, not? Why wouldn't Charlotte make it? They almost made it last year. And they got better this year, this offseason. So I a lot of other teams, especially the Eastern Conference. I think the Eastern okay. Conference has actually been the best conference <clears> in the offseason as far as having teams that really want to compete and recognizing what their team needs. I think each general management has done a great job of finding the pieces for their particular team. So it's going to be a competitive conference nonetheless. So, I mean, it's a pod. It's opinionated. I want to hear who y'all think going to be in there. But obviously, for my reasons and what I've seen so far in my <laughs> My evidence over the preseason, I think these teams are probably going to be the main contenders that we look at. And, I mean, look, it's also, it's also what, a play-in tournament, right? So, there's a ninth team for the Eastern Conference, right? So, I mean, there's that could a be a tournament. There is a play-in tournament. Play-in tournament for the AFC. You play in to get the Yeah, AFC. for the AFC. AFC. Well, what's all I'm saying? So, right. I think in that play-in tournament, it could be probably the Wizards, I think, right there. Three teams. I think that's all within the two, three games. <clears> and I think the Pistons will be up there as well, the Pistons. Mm-hmm. And I think – It'll be the Wizards, like I said, and it'll be um, who I just said is eighth, the Hawks. I think that'll be the three teams that probably play for that for that eighth seat. Real cup, if not the Bulls, interchangeably. I mean, like it'll be those teams. It'll be very close. Like it's gonna be a very competitive season, especially in the Eastern Conference. So, yeah, and the Pacers not making it. Wow. No. Can I get it? Can I get the new graphic? head coach? New head coach, very young, <laughs> not going to do much, and their so, team, nah. They so we're doing – we're doing – doing That team does have four veterans coming back, though, with T.J. Warren, Oladipo, Sabonis, and yeah. – Aaron Holiday and Justin Holiday. 
And they, uh, got, they, they got a lot of better. Turner. However, I don't have them making the playoffs either. But it's not. Depot from the yeah, Depot. I have them as like the ninth seed. But what's um, your Eastern Conference predictions then, Cut Carter? Number one, I have the Boston Celtics with the <clears throat> favorite coach coming back. They have the best roster uh, all the way through, as far as like if you go include bench players. Um, I don't think they'll come out the East. I just think they'll have the best record in the seventy-two game season. Number two, I have the Bucks. I don't. I think with that the way Giannis and them play, Giannis plays, and Chris Middleton plays. Drew Holiday gonna add to that, and they always end up with a top. Bud doesn't really not get the first seed. I almost had him at the number one seed. So Coach Bud, most of his team, his team is gonna consistently be a, a top two top two team. Um, number three, I have the Heat, uh, reigning champ, Eastern champs. Uh, number four, I have the Nets. I think the Nets are gonna be good and make a playoff run. They're just not gonna win a lot of regular season games. Like it's gonna take a minute to jail. Um, but they'll win. Like some games, it won't matter if they jail or not. If one of them get hot, they'll probably win the game. Five, I have the Sixers. Six, I have the Raptors. Seven, I have the Hawks. Eight, I have the Wizards. Wizards is because I think they're gonna start slow as well. But I do like what Russ and Bill. The highlights I've seen of them too. I like what I what I see. I like that Russ doesn't care to get the ball up the bill. And sometimes Bill's just going to pull or do what he do. And I think it's not going to be as much as it was with Harden. Like, Harden's really, you know, he's going to have it pretty much and do his own thing. Bill's kind of going to take the shot or he's going to pass it. He's not going to really hesitate. So I like to see where that goes. And then my nine, my first team out it will be the Pacers and 10th will be the Hornets or the Magic. Uh, those are like my 9, 10, 11. Um, but, yeah, and then as far as the season goes, um, you don't want to do that now. You're going to wait for that or – what or what? Like, if the playoffs and stuff, or no? Like, no, 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 don't, don't predict. Don't predict. Don't predict. Hey, I did forget about the Bucks though, so I will add them, obviously, to my playoff rankings. It's probably number two, and then just slide everybody down. Uh, you didn't add the Bucks at all? Whatever that was. I did it, right? Because <laughs> it's, like, it's like automatically, in my head, they, they are like a top seed, so I just didn't. But they're probably one or two. Probably, probably two. Got probably. you. Yeah. DeMond, Jalen, which one? I'll go ahead. Okay. So my num- my first team out is the Chicago Bulls. I think they're a year away. I like Zach Levine. I believe he's an all-star, but they have a lot of young talent. And I think uh, coach, what's his name, John? Get me right. Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan. I'll come in and get these guys right. Have them gelled up for next year. So I think they're my first team out. Number eight, the Atlanta Hawks. Maybe my light is too bright, but yeah. – uh, I'm gonna take the Hawks. I think with Trey Young in another All-Star year, led by some much-needed talent, Clint Capella will make his debut this year. John Collins playing for a contract, if not for the Hawks, for someone else. Um, Cam Reddish taking a step forward. I like the Hawks, and I, I believe they make the playoffs as the eight seed. Number seven, I like the Wizards. Uh, Brad Beal and Russell Westbrook, All-Stars. I think they make some noise. It might take them a minute to get together, but I believe either they will start off strong or they will go on a run that propels them to a playoff spot. Number six, the Toronto Raptors. I love Coach Nurse. Coach of the year might be up there again if he has this team playing that way. I think Siakam here is all the hate, and uh, I think he steps up. Kyle Lowry is going to do what he's going to do, and the Raptors are going to win games. Number five, Doc Rivers. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, 76ers, I think they're just about – they are what they are. I think Doc maybe has them some better wins on their schedule and they're not going to be as bad as home uh, – as bad on the road as we've seen in years past. But at the end of the day, I think there has to be 
this is the year where they find out what change needs to be. Um, number four, I have the Boston Celtics. Jason Tatum, I believe he takes a step forward. Potentially an all-star starter uh, with Katie and Giannis. It'll be interesting to see how they move that around if they do a traditional five. But anyways, Jalen Brown takes a step forward. Marcus Smart. Hope, you know, hope to see Kimba and Kyrie. We know how that matchup going to go in my eyes. Yeah. But I love to see it. Uh, I think the Celtics are a good top four team in the East. Number three, my Brooklyn Nets. I don't have the Nets as a top two seed because the two teams that I have better than them, I believe they are better as a unit right now. I do think, as in what Derek said, it's going to take these guys some time to gel. But once they do and they hit their stride, it's going to be very dangerous. And I do have them coming out the East. We'll get to that more when we do our predictions. Number two, the Miami Heat. I think the Heat play very solid after their championship run. I think Jimmy Butler takes a step forward and we – Stamp him as a superstar. I did so after his performance in the finals. Um, but some people still think that he, you know, some people, what I'm hearing around the league is it was a bluff. So uh, I think the Heat come out and show that they are still a good team. Their young guys take a step forward and there are some contenders. I actually think they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Nets. And number one, I have the Milwaukee Bucks. I think Drew Holiday makes them a better team. As Derek said with Coach Bud and Giannis, he's the poster boy now. He's going to be in the MVP ranking. So uh, I got the Bucks as the number one seed. I got you. I got you. And Jalen, before I go, you take it away, buddy. I know you've been anxious. You rose your hand and everything, buddy. So my first team out, my first team out that I have is the Atlanta Hawks. Is the Atlanta Hawks. Boo. Reasons why. Boo. <laughs> reasons why. I feel like they have the talent, but I'm not sure if um, the coach they have is the right guy. Mm. Um, like last black year, man out of the – I would like to see another black man get the job, potentially. <laughs> but I just don't think he's the right guy for those players to take the step that they need that they need to take to win games. They'll score a lot of points and be entertaining to watch. But I feel like they do get better, but they slightly miss the playoffs. <clears throat> My HC prediction would be the Charlotte Hornets. So with that being said, they added Gordon Hayward who is a solid three in this league. And you also got Graham coming in off his, you know, I think who went most valuable, uh, not most valuable, who went most, most improved, improved was, uh, last year? Brandon, Brandon, Ingram. Brandon Ingram, right? Yep. I feel like he should have got that last year. I look for him to take steps and LaMelo and just the whole cast of they, the guys that they got down there. I feel like they'll be able to get who the AC. Brandon My Ingram there. My seventh uh, pick would be the Pacers. I feel like Victor Oladipo bounces back with Sabonis, regardless of the coaching situation. I just feel like those guys are immensely talented, and they're going to play playoff basketball night in and night out. Six, I will have the Toronto Raptors. I just feel as if Nick Nurse is a great coach, but at this moment, it's just – I don't feel like they have the talent. Is there? It's surge left for the Clippers. It's just like they miss a very key, <clears throat> a very key component to their success. Um, fifth, I have the Washington Wizards. I think when you add Russ and Bill and what they can do, um, it's just extremely special. 
with Russ being in the, the Eastern Conference, he's going to eat like no other, probably have like MVP type numbers and go back to averaging triple doubles while Bill is also averaging 30 and whatever. Fourth, we got the Boston Celtics. Mm, why are they so low, man? Talk to us. So with Boston, man, I just feel as if, man, those guys, I don't know what to expect. They could be the one seed, but they just have these spurts where they just do not play as hard as they should night in and night out. They take games off, and I just feel like it's going to be the same case this year. Very young, very young core. You know, I think JB will take some steps forward this year and really show people that he can really be of that cloth of an elite player. And JT, I mean, he got to show me he can lead a team and be focused for the entirety of the year and not just during, you know, bits and spurts. But third, we got the Philadelphia 76ers. That boy Doc Rivers finna go in there and turn that thing around the offense. I think them get acquiring Seth Curry and spacing the floor more will allow Embiid to be able to work and also putting Ben in situations where he can, you know, post up some post up and assist from the block. That'll be better for him. It's instead of just having him out there on the perimeter, people can sag off and pack the paint. So I think. Look for Doc to tweak that a little bit. Second, I have my Miami Heat. And you already know how I feel about my Heat, man. Yeah. The boy is special. We had a great run last season. I feel like we only going to get better. Our young talent, Bam, is going to take a step forward and be the superstar that we all know him to be. Um, And first, we I all have. We, we all. Bam's a superstar? No, I'm saying that we all know he will be. He will be a oh. superstar. We all know okay. that. Okay. Uh, okay. We all know that. We all know that. And, man, I hate to say it. My first seed is going to be the Brooklyn Nets. Now, oh God. I know y'all was expected for me to say Milwaukee. Yes, I'm aware that Milwaukee is not in my playoff picture. I'll get to that in a second. Wait. I'll get to that in a second. I'll get to that in a second. I think what you got over there with Kyrie and Katie is just going to be special with the pieces that they have around them. I think them boys are going to come in. It's going to take them a few games to jail, but for the most part, ain't nobody in the East really fooling with them boys, bro. Like, just blowing everybody out. Night in and night out basis. Now, incredible. Let me move on to let let me let me tell you why. Giannis cannot score when it matters. What I think happens this season, and God forbid, I think that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> never mind. Crazy. <laughs> All right, bro. The Bucks gonna make the playoffs, but. That means I would have to drop out Charlotte and now I have to put the Bucks around like three or four seed. Okay, you got me. I was gonna say something that was just crazy. Did you, did, are you are you foreseeing a injury in Milwaukee? Is that what you're trying to tell us? I was gonna go there, but I don't wanna put that out there. Really? I don't wanna put that out there. Really? Or I could potentially or 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 I could potentially see 
Giannis sitting out unhappy about the situation. I don't know. But he just like, got extended, so that'll be crazy. But anyway, like I was saying, the Bucks will make the playoffs. They'll probably be the third or fourth seed. Gotcha, and you can bro. bump Charlotte off the list. Gotcha. Appreciate that. Appreciate the save you did. Why was Charlotte ever on the list? <laughs> because, bro, Milwaukee just pisses me off. You don't got to like them. I don't like them either. But they going to they go. He sounds like, sound like somebody I know. Jangalang. I don't like them. <laughs> All right. AFC. I got the Atlanta Hawks. It's time for this, this team to develop with the emerging superstar that is Trey Young. So I do have them making the playoffs as AC. Number seven, Washington Wizards, Brody and Bill. You'll get that mental of the seven C. It'll be tough, though. I think they're going some growing pains, but they will eventually land that seventh spot. Six C, it hurts me to say this, but my Toronto Raptors, they're going to regress losing the Baca. I think, and they resigned Fred Van Fleet. That's a huge boost, but. I think they're in the market for a big time free agent. Free agent, it was supposed to be on this next summer, but he resigned. So it'll be interesting how that team jails with the uh, with the same squad basically coming back minus Ibaka. Number five, I have the Eastern Conference champions, the Miami Heat. I do think the four teams ahead of them are better than them. I honestly do think that, and I just will reflect that when the time shows. You thought that last year too, bro. And look what that got you. Uh, number four C. Tell them, JB. Number four C, the Brooklyn Nets. This all boils down to they're not less talented than any of these teams. This all boils down to they just haven't played enough with each other. There's no chemistry there. New head coach, new system, new KD finally getting back. So I have the Nets as the four C. Number three, I have the Boston Celtics. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid with the addition of Doc Rivers is there. I think a new system will be created that can uh, maximize both Simmons and Embiid talent. Number two, I have the Boston Celtics. Uh, like I agree with Cut said, it's the best roster in the East. Just even though they're young, they have playoff experience now with the lo- many losses that this team has faced by the hands of LeBron and Jimmy Butler and others. So I have the Boston Celtics number two. And number one, I have that guy who just resigned that mega deal, man. I got Jan Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks with Coach Bud. I do think if the Bucks do not make the NBA Finals this year, Coach Bud will be fired. But so I think it's do or die right now for the Milwaukee Bucks in terms of Coach Bud position. Jalen, why you keep staring at me like that? Because why do you believe in him so much, bro? Like, I don't understand. Giannis shows you year in and year out. He just ain't who you think he is. He's not a winner. The regular season. Yeah, the Bucks are a regular season team, JV. But we could do this is true. Bucks are regular season. We could do our Eastern Con. Who can make the finals out the East right now? I'll go first. I got the Bucks making it to the uh, finals in the East. I'm gonna say that. Maybe it's because like I'm I'm j i am i know what really counts is the playoffs, but I, that's probably that's why I hate them so much. I got the but regular season the you are right. They are the ones in the finals. Demon, what you gotta say to me? Bruce okay. say stuff like that and then don't want us to cuss on the pod. I got the nets coming out. <laughs> Brooklyn uh cut. I want the Sixers to come out for Ben, but it's not gonna be them. It's gonna be the Boston Celtics. You said that last year too. The okay, Boston so Celtics. Okay. Uh, uh, Jalen. The Celtics just don't get worse. The Brooklyn, I mean, the Brooklyn Nets are coming out. Y'all are being disrespectful to the second best player in the league right now. Talk about it, JP. How you second Dog. best player last season? Don't matter. What you mean? He walks in and he's the second best player. Nobody can rock with him when he's healthy outside of LeBron James. We all know this, so stop acting like it's new. 
Well, I think LeBron's sidekick is the second best player in the league right now. Uh, just... Mr. Johnny Mars. KD, no. KD, KD is way better than AD. What? Come on, bro. Stop playing. Because he can shoot Stop better. Stop playing with KD name. No, he's a Not better player, bro. Like, honestly. And he's tougher. Is he? Yes. Yes, he would. He... All right, John, who you got, bud? I could have let them discuss the AD debunk. Yeah, yeah, he's time frame. Uh, the same reason I got them as the number one seed is the same reason I have them coming out of the East. It has to be the Brooklyn Nets, just because for many of the reasons my colleague just named, uh, JB and DeMond, it's his excitement and enthusiasm about Kyrie and Jalen's enthusiasm about KD. I mean, they coincide with each other and it makes all for a better reason and in all for the most sense that the Brooklyn Nets come out of the Easter Conference. So, I mean... If it comes down to the Nets and Celtics in the Eastern Finals, I don't see I don't see the Celtics getting past Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Like, well, I just don't since, see. Since that. you brought it up, uh, what makes us so sure that if the Celtic Derek said they don't get worse, they don't get better? What makes us so sure if they play the Heat, they're gonna beat the Heat in a series? They can't beat us. I don't think they could beat the Heat in a series. <laughs> it's not what I saw last year. I don't think they can beat the Sixers in a series. Not with Ben. I don't either. Oh my God! Give it up! Give it up! It's <laughs> over. No, it's not. not a contender. Y'all like, y'all like no, it's not. They have a completely y'all different like team. Y'all like dwelling on the past. Y'all like dwelling on the past. So, so let me uh do a quick rundown. Um, um, Milwaukee can't win the big game ever. Can't. They didn't even make it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, did they? Oh, they okay. They got a closer now. What, they got a closer. Anywho, Drew, Drew can't. Drew, Drew's not a closer. <laughs> and I can tell you that he's not. He can close it if it's. He can close it when it's in playing against a team like I don't know, like the Blazers on a, a point guard that's not really a scorer. So I guess in that case, he would close out Kyrie Irving. Don't um, get. <laughs> he can't play defense. So he closes him out. Um, what is this narrative that Kyrie's bad on defense? Where does this come from? Because he is. Never got, never. People don't look for one on one. He's not Kyrie. He's not, Kyrie's not the guy getting switched but, on. Never. Yeah. Never. <laughs> you never. never just be like, oh. Stop your hating. Target You're, Kyrie. On I'm going on mute. Why would he be the one you get switched? Yeah, go on. Hating. He's definitely on that Golden State team that's going to get switched on. Ah. I mean, that didn't happen. Of course, bro. Of course. He's definitely going to be the one. But nonetheless, nonetheless, we're going to be breaking down teams. Let's talk about the Heat and their lack of ability to um have stop, a big. to stop to stop people inside. Let's talk about that. Stop. Well, AD, inside, the on. greatest, one of the greatest power forwards ever. Uh, y'all supposed to be Come one of the best bro. perimeter defenses last year. I, I went inside. I didn't mean to. That was a mistake. Y'all supposed to be one of the best perimeter defenses last year, and y'all let the Lakers literally shoot y'all out the gym. And that's with, how you beat them in that zone. You got to spray so that, them and get to me. AD was killing us exactly. inside. And now. The teams like Brooklyn, who is full of shooters, you're probably gonna expose Joe you. Harris. Joe Harris is starter. Probably gonna expose you. The the Sixers are full of shooters. They added Steph Curry. They're full of shooters. They're probably out shoot you too. So I don't understand why you think so highly of your team. But anyway, whatever. Um, and then the other team that the Celtics, that the Celtics that you try to come for was literally the same team y'all was just gassing Jason Tatum about. And if they're not getting better, if he's the best player on the team and he's supposed to be at an all-star starter level, how are they not getting better? So we're just critique every team but the Celtics. You just said, let's talk about everybody in right. lack of. Because we can talk about the Hawks and that lack of a coach. The Hawks do lack a coach. 
But the Hawks not nobody no- thinks the Hawks are going to the Eastern Finals. Okay, but you, then why? No. Then why I thought this is about East. I thought your whole. I just broke them down team. and I literally ended it with the Celtics. Why'd you come back and say, "Well, you said you gonna break down every team," so now I'm doing because it. You oh, didn't, you, you, because no, West, no, I'm asking you, what is the what is the critique? You didn't the critique the Celtics. That's what they're saying. The Celtics critique is that they just blew it, but the the Heat exposed them. The Heat played play good defense, and the Celtics weren't hitting the, the, the Celtics don't them. have no roster holes, is what you're telling me. How do we expose them, Derek? Tell us how. What roster hole do they have? A uh, big man. They center is Tristan Thompson. Tristan, Tristan Thompson will yeah. be fine with the Celtics. I promise you, he will be. He will be fine. <laughs> okay. with the Celtics. They got bigs. They he will be fine. And Robert and not Robert Williams. It's Robert Williams, I think. Yes, he's also a good Robert Williams, Daniel Dice, and uh, what's her name? Tristan oh, Thompson. Chris, yeah, Tristan Thompson. And I mean, I don't Taco know, Fall play minutes, but if he does, we'll see. I don't. Um, all those bigs. Oops. That they have are getting abused down low by Bam, Joel Embiid, DeAndre. Bam's not that David big. Allen. Bam Thank is not. A, Thank Bam you. Is not that type Thank of you. Big. Stop the count. Bam is not that type of big. <laughs> You're wrong. What? DeAndre Jordan doesn't have a post game. All he does is catch lobs. Get out of here. That's Jonathan why I said they're getting bullied down low. They're getting bullied on the You're not getting the lob off on, over Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, bro. You're not getting the lob over them to get to to get it over them. Who not? DeAndre Jordan. To the who gonna throw the lob? Uh, Kyrie, Kyrie, KD, what are you talking about? <laughs> when, when Kyrie throw lives? Oh, mute, mute, you're lying. Kyrie ain't throwing no lives since we, he was with LeBron, so who you throwing a lob to? Bro, every oh, point guard can throw lives, Every PG can throw lives, bro. You okay. just got to have the The point is, that I don't know why DeAndre Jordan's getting mentioned in post-offense, because he don't have Because wow. he can put pressure on the rim, pick and roll. No, so, boy, free throw game getting stronger, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Tristan not. So we got three players. We have three people saying Brooklyn to the finals. I have Milwaukee. And the three people that said Brooklyn to the finals are the same ones that said the Warriors was going to be beer or beat the Lakers in the conference finals this year. Or No, we said the same I ones that said last year. Last year was going to be the playoffs. How do you just say last year? These are the same ones that had the Clippers beating the Lakers last year, but we don't want to talk about that early on. Who said that? Early on. Jalen said Blaze was going to beat the Lakers. We remember. I never said the Clippers was going to be the Lakers, so I know that was Jay. Don, you said that? You want to I thought I said Lakers all the way. I don't know. I definitely have. Going to give the Lakers some problems. Well, Jalen did. I can't remember. I can PG playing that bad? It is not just his fault because Kawhi was was. Uh, hey, wait, 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 wait. Speaking of the West, let's do our Western Conference. Yeah, I was just about to say, before we get to the West, it sounded – I, I vividly remember Jalen hating on LeBron, saying he didn't look. Jalen, can he you tell not. us? He did not. Can you tell us your uh your t- who your teams that gonna make the playoffs in the West, buddy? Can you talk to us real quick? Yes, sir. I sure can. <sighs> Number one seed, man. That's some champs. L.A. Lakers, man. Brian and AD definitely uh proved me wrong. I didn't think they would make it last year. I thought the Clippers would be better than them. I've learned from my mistakes. And I'm willing to, uh, you know, cleanse them. Secondly, who I got coming in as the second seed, I would have to say the Clippers. I think the Clippers bounce back. I think PG, I think PG bounces back, even though he really pissed me off this offseason. I do think they'll bounce back and they'll be better. And they'll finish at the second seed out west. Third, I have Portland. I think. Dane has an MVP type caliber season, and I think CJ finally steps it up. And 
these boys get it done. They got they got Nurkic healthy, fully healthy. They got Melo for the entire season. I mean, I think them boys is going to be special out there. Fourth, I, I got um, is CJ McCollum an All Star this year? <laughs> yes. <laughs> actually, you won't. Actually, actually, actually <laughs> yes, I think CJ makes the All Star team this year. Hey, keep going with your predictions, bro. Reserve. We don't want to get too sidetracked because that's out of pocket. Keep going, bro. <laughs> so fourth. Don't, don't so fourth. Exactly. And then be like, don't be like, okay, never mind. I'm done. Fourth, I have the Denver Nuggets. Really like what I saw from them last year. Um, I just don't think until Jamal Murray just takes that step, step, like in the regular season, like I just don't see them being able to – like really be over anything of the four seed, you know, but in the playoffs, them boys, he's a problem. In the playoffs, he's a problem. Regular season, I don't know. Fifth seed, I got Dallas Mav, old Luca, and KP. Them boys gonna be out there doing their thing per usual. Could be a dark heart, could be a dark horse Western Conference Finals team. We'll see. Sixth, I have this is when it starts getting hard. I have the Phoenix Suns coming in at number six. With CP and Devin Booker, I feel like the boys is going to be special. Seventh, I have the New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, wow. I have the Pelicans at seven. No, matter of fact, I have the Warriors coming in at seven. And I have the Pelicans coming in at eight. And uh, that before, is my playoff prediction. Before right anybody there. goes, before anybody goes, we just have to hold Jalen accountable for the things he say in the pack chat. You said the Warriors <laughs> will be a top four seed. I really made a whole YouTube segment of you saying the Warriors will be a top four <laughs> seed. Why are they the seventh seed now? I have some time to sit on it. Um, yeah, dog, Dre, I, I don't know. Like, Draymond is just – I don't know if he's going to be the same defender um, that he has been in recent years. Oh, yeah. The Andrew Wiggins um, boy too, huh? I think, I think Andrew will be pretty nice, but as far as them losing Clay, took the steam off that. Really, once I sat back and realized, like, I think I underestimated how important Clay was. I knew how important he was, but I, I, Clay is like a bona fide. Man, I want to say superstar. I, I want to say yeah. yeah I want to say superstar. Yeah. But I don't know how many people would agree with that. But I think I he's a superstar and a Hall of Famer, one of the best shooters ever. If not, he's arguably the best shooter ever. Jalen, would you also say you overestimated Steph Curry? No, I won't say that because oh, Steph is that special. God. Steph is that special. But I do think I do think they'll the main reason for them being a seven seed will be because of defense, not offense. So that's to be determined. And then the Pelicans making it. They finally got a competent coach for the love of God. I think that <laughs> I think that B.I. and that boy Zion going to take off this year along with Lonzo Blossman as well. So take it away, gentlemen. Uh, Johnny Mars, go ahead, bro. What's the conference predictions? <clears throat> yeah, uh, I won't just completely counter the blasphemous I just heard from JB, but I just like provide my take and what I believe to be what the Eastern, or excuse me, Western Conference Finals and Western Conference predictions will look like. Uh, the top three seeds are obviously 
Um, going to be the Lakers, Nuggets, and Clippers. Either way you look at it, those three teams have the best rosters in the West. And I'm excited to see Chauncey Billups uh, make his debut coaching with the Clippers in that assistant role uh, with Ty Lue. So that's going to be fun to watch. And I think, you know, they still have enough talent to be a top three team in the West, regardless of how new the coaching staff is. The Nuggets are going to be number two because of uh, Mike Malone being there for a season amount of time. I think this will be his sixth season with the Nuggets. So they got experience. They have a roster that can score a lot of points in a hurry. And that's going to be a, a big problem for the rest of the teams in the West. I got the Mavericks at number four. Mavericks at number four because Rick Carla also has been with the Mavericks for a while and has a championship with them. And that was the number one offensive rating team last year in history of the NBA. So it's going to be hard to see them taking a step back. I mean, they lost Seth Curry, but I believe, I forgot who they got, but they got some shooters that's going to replace them. So they'll be fine. Number five, I have the Warriors. I think they'll be pretty solid this year. Um, they still have a good squad. Andrew Wiggins could take a step forward. Uh, I hope to see um, Kelly Oubre take that step forward. And Steph Curry also just continue to go on a tear. Uh, six would be the Jazz. Going to see Quinn Snyder also has been there for – they got some seasoned coaches in the West, so I think that's going to be helpful when these teams, you know, when it boils down to which teams are actually going to make a deep run because they have chemistry. So the Jazz will be number six. I like to see Chris Paul still find a way in the playoffs, so I got the Suns at number seven. Uh, Devin Booker also is going to be a great compliment as far as getting this team up there. And then Steven Silas coaching with the Houston Rockets, still going to come out shooting. Still going to give them 50-some shots from beyond the arc a game. So they're going to score, and they're going to be scoring enough points to win games to get them as the eighth seed. If James Harden gets traded this year and he does not play with the Rockets, I have them falling out. And I have that play-in tournament being probably the Grizzlies making it as the eighth seed. Uh, I would like to see the Pelicans, but – I think the Grizzlies are young enough and talented enough and raw enough to make it. So that's what I got at the Western Conference. Uh, take it away, gentlemen. Uh, Derek. Got the... mm-hmm. All right. Number one, I have the Lakers. Um, not wouldn't be surprised if they actually don't get the one seed, but for now, we, we just give it to them because they're the champion. On uh, number two, Nuggets. Always a top three seed. Um, I got a shakeup from what John said, but number three, I have the Mavericks. I think Rick Carlisle is going to coach his butt out this season. I think Luka is going to be an MVP candidate this season. I think Dallas is going to be one of the best markets for free agents to start looking to go to after this season. So um, I got them. I'm high on them this season, actually. Uh, number four. I have the Blazers. I think they kind of was hurt with Nurkic out, and now that they're going to have a healthy team, added Robert Covington, they're going to beat a lot of teams. It's really just going to come down to CJ just coming on and bringing it, bringing it, because Dame going to bring it. Nurkic is solid. Uh, Melo going to bring it in his That's role. The boys now. Covington going to bring it in his role. Covington, gonna, they, got a, they got a perimeter defender that they have never had so since, like, Wesley Matthews. So this is going to be good for them. On number five, I had the Clippers. Uh, which will be perfect for that 4-5 Clippers versus Blazers matchup. That'll be perfect. Like, oh, now we're back. The, the uh, you know, ducking the grind. This is their chance to actually prove it. Yep. Um, Clippers at five. I think they will be worse this season than last year, but I do think they'll play different. So I'm expecting them to, like, be this new system, Ty Lue probably bringing in or whatever, is supposed to 
catapult them, but I think they're going to struggle. And there's only 72 games instead of eight. Yeah, they do like a triangle offense with uh, Kawhi running like the Kobe Bryant type role or something like that. So I'm curious. I'm just I'm gonna just watch it in the amusement. Um, number six, I had a Jazz. I think Donovan Mitchell showed everybody last season that regardless of everybody else, he gonna be the, he gonna he gonna deliver. So I think he can will them into the uh, playoffs once again as he's out, as he's pretty much done every year. Um, number seven, I have the Suns. Chris Paul basically he gonna do the same thing he just did. But this time it's going to be with a way better team. So <laughs> he took the Thunder to the seventh seed last year, I think. So this year he's going to do it again with the – yeah, it was seventh seed. This year he do it with the Suns, with Devin Booker, with DeAndre Ayton, with um, Michael Br- – Mikael Bridges and um, Dario Saric and Cam uh, Johnson, all those boys. Uh, that'll be fun to see. And depending on – if they play the Nuggets or they play a team, like a team that's not – like a team – in between those, every other team except the Lakers, I like to see if they could give them a run for their money. If not, upset them. Um, this is honestly the hardest part for me right here with this AC. Cause I agree. I want to give it to the Pelicans, but I for, I'm forgetting about a former MVP, the, the Rockets. However, I don't think James Harden ends the season with the Rockets, so I'm not sold on the Rockets making the playoffs, which is hard for me to say. He's gone. So that That's AC. What I said. The AC for me is the Pelicans, but if it's not the Pelicans, it's and the Rockets are cool. It's the Rockets. I did my whole bracket, so my 10th seed was the Wolves, 11 seed Warriors, 12 seed Grizzlies, 13 Spurs, 14 Kings, 15 Thunder. Um, who was your 10th seed? 10th seed was the Timberwolves. I think the Timberwolves actually going. The, yeah, the, 11 was the Grizzlies. 11 was the Warriors. 12 was Grizzlies. Y'all are so good. The Warriors and Whoa. the 12. 11. Wow. I'm not talking about the Warriors, but I'm about to get to my picks in a minute. Well, I don't have a problem with the, the, the 8 through 12 over here. Like, the John Morant can easily be in the playoffs. It's not like the East. It's not like, oh, that 12 seed. Yeah, the eight spot. And Steph, and Steph can't lead. Okay. Steph can lead what? With what? Lead what? With what? You haven't seen it, Jalen. You're going off of nothing. You're literally going off of nothing. Somebody, somebody in the YouTube comment tried to tell me that they did it in 2013. But Curry wasn't a superstar in 2013. Nobody knew. Nobody gave a, a f about Curry. Now right. he's a superstar. Now he's a champion. Now we care what you want to do. Now we never seen him before. What you said, Curry? Show y'all, like the eight through eight through fourteen. The man the lose half his can superstar I, core, and you can go ahead. You can go ahead. Just be wrong. Go ahead. Eight through fourteen in the West is literally all teams that were almost in, that was invited to the bubble. Almost all these teams almost made the offs. So eight through fourteen is, it's a toss up. But the only teams I can guarantee are those first seven: the Lakers, Nuggets, Mavs, Blazers, Clippers, Jazz, Suns. Eight through fourteen is a toss up. And you can say what you want about the Warriors with Curry, but this is the worst roster he's ever had since like he started winning. So he's gonna have to show me. And that's not against them. I just he's gonna have to show me. And I can say a lot about these other teams that. The, the Grizzlies, John Morant and them really missed the playoffs by a game. So that play-in tournament going to actually be big again for the West. Whereas if you look at the East, my 8-14 through is Wizards, Pacers, Hornets, Magic, Bulls, Knicks, Pistons, Cavs. At a certain point. So you just going to disregard how bad they played in the tournament? Who? The Grizzlies. What it, Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson got hurt. And he yeah. hurt again. That's why he I had him hurt still. He's still, not, he's still out. They was they was losing when he was playing. Jonas Valanciunas stepped up. Brandon Clark stepped up. Dylan Brooks stepped up. I don't what what what's bad to be can't really say bad anything bad about the Grizzlies. And I had the Warriors as eleven above the Grizzlies. But I'm not. People keep disrespecting that number thirteen team in the Spurs 
and they can they win games. I don't think I don't think people understand that. And DeRozan, Aldridge was out last year a little bit, but DeRozan and Aldridge can win games. Your fifteenth team is the Thunder. Yes, the Thunder. The Thunder don't want to win. They don't care to win. They're not gonna win. Who, who, <laughs> who wants to team? The Kings. The Kings. Marvin Bagley. When he plays, they win. So they gonna win games too. The East. Nah. The West is not like the East where you can cut it at eight and you be like, or cut it at ten or eleven and you be like, all right, that's it. Literally, you seen that last mm-hmm. season? They invited more teams from the from the West and the East. Luke Walton getting fired this year. Yes, that's uh, why I have uh, yeah. I want him. <laughs> I, I don't know how he's still there. <laughs> I want De'Aaron Fox with a. Do you know how he's still there? <laughs> and then I miss. Oh, the number was I feel like I didn't get the top on them. I think people are not. Cat was been has been in the playoffs before. D. Loden has been in the playoffs before. They both have been the leaders of playoff teams before. So got them two together, and you got a rookie who Ant Man might not even start, but you got a rookie. You got Josh Okogi who's locks. You got. You got Ricky Rubio back playing points, so D. Loden can play off the ball. They, but do they have a good coach though? <laughs> they, yeah, that's my that's my reserves on them. They Rip, don't Rips, I mean, his, yeah. his dad was a legend. I don't know too much about him, but he's too young. They don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. think it matters because he got a young team. And like I said, Cat and D. that's not a bad two, one two punch to bring you where you want to be. They're not gonna beat nobody in a seven game series, most likely, but they could. I think they have a chance to make the odds as well, but I'm gonna go ahead in my let Demani or Bruiser happen. Demani, take it away. Ooh, um, my first team out is going to be the New Orleans Pelicans. I believe it's just too much talent in the West, and even though they have it, it's gonna take a while for them to gel. I think they make a, the playoffs next year. Number AC for me is the Phoenix Suns. Chris Paul. Um, Derek, you said they were the seventh seed. I think they were the fifth or fourth seed because they played the Rockets, who were either the fifth. Yeah, the Thunder was the fifth seed. Okay. Um, yeah, I think they. I think people are talking about Devin Booker and the things Chris Paul is going to do for him. I think DeAndre Ayton is maybe the biggest benefactor. I think he's going to have his breakout year, and I do think the Suns get into the playoffs. Um, number seven seed for me is the Jazz. Jalen, did you have the Jazz in your playoffs? Cause I didn't hear them. I didn't. Reason being, mm-hmm. I, Rudy, I, I don't think Donovan will be able to keep carrying Rudy dead weight around. <laughs> and they don't put they don't put pieces around him for them to be able to consistently win. And the West is steadily getting better. And you can you tell me where they got better? Well, Cause I love D Mitchell, but well, I, carrying I, I, them bones is gonna be hard. I will say. The disrespect to Rudy, his offensive game is warranted, but his defensive game cannot be. He shows up every single night on the defensive end, unless he has to play a guy like AD, who is giving everyone buckets. So I do want to put some respect on Gobert's name, and I do think the Jazz make the playoffs. Number six seed for me is the Dallas Mavericks. I've seen some have them as high as the three seed. To me, uh... This team is still what they are. I got to see more from Kristaps. If he can stay healthy, if he's going to be there when they need him to be. But I think we all know what we expect out of Luka. We gave him the superstar stamp. I think he expands on that, as Derek said, MVP candidate type year. Rick Carlisle will coach them guys up. I think they'll make the playoffs again. Um, Number five seed for me is the Rockets. Uh, Like I said, they're my first team out. But I think the Rockets, as they stand right now, are a very good team. James Harden, a superstar in this league. I would not like to see him on the go midseason. If they're going to do it, I would like to see it before the season, but not midseason. 
uh, just don't want to see a superstar like that on the move, no matter if it was to go to the Nets, who I believe would make them, me personally, make them a finals contender. I believe they're going to the finals anyway, but I don't think they can beat the Lakers they are, the way they are right now. If they got Harden, I think they could make that case. But as for the Rockets, I would like to see them rock out with James Harden this year, see how he does with John Wall and Boogie. And I think their, their ceiling is the fifth seed. My number four seed is the Los Angeles Clippers. I'm just not all in the Clippers hype. To me, they have a worse team than they had last year. I know they bring in Ibaka, but it has to be seen what Ty Lue is going to do so much better than Doc Rivers. And I don't believe, I mean, I don't believe that that's an upgrade by any <laughs> Not a better coach. Right. To me, uh, you, all this hype about Paul George and can we get some respect on Lou, Lou name? Can we see, I think Lou is the closer. I think Lou should be the closer. That's how the way I've always felt, but well, it remains to be seen, but I think based off the talent that they have, that big three in my eyes, they're a top four seed in the West. My number three seed is the Denver Nuggets. Nuggets, I think Jamal Murray stamped why last year in the playoffs, and we saw it with them going back and forth with the, the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. I think they are a very good team. I think they take a step forward. I like their coach. I like Jokic and Murray, one-two punch. I think Jamal – I mean, I think um, – Michael Porter Jr. takes a step forward, comes into that role as a number three, which they very much need to be able to make some noise. Again, as a Western Conference team, I think they do so. Um, my number two seed, led by my MVP candidate, Damian Lillard, is the Portland Trailblazers. I think the Blazers ball out this year. I think they have one of the best rosters, not just in the West, but in the league. You look at Dame, I think him and CJ will continue to do what they always do. But I think Dame, coming off the bubble, will elevate his game a little bit more. And I think he has an opportunity to finally take the best point guard recognition from Curry. Um, it remains to be seen what Curry does this year, but I think Dame just falls out of control. And I think the, the Blazers get back to the Western Conference Finals against my number one team, which is the Los Angeles Lakers. Got better after <clears throat> the championship. Went out and got two six-man-of-the-year candidates. I mean, best player in the world. AD is a Hall of Famer. They're going to, to me right now, as the way the league is set up, they're going to win another championship. LeBron has the opportunity to not only tie Jordan in my eyes, but pass him. If he keeps up the way he's playing, AD gets better, and they keep making these moves, and I think they just go back to back. So I got the Lakers representing the West in the finals, winning it all, number one seed. Like that. I got you, and I'll go. All right. I'll start with my number one seed. As DeMond eloquently said, I had the Los Angeles as the one seed. Enough said, Brian, AD, too lethal. Number two, I have the Nuggets. Uh, we all know Jokic is a superstar, and I agree with Jalen's assertion that Jamal Murray used to go off in a regular season to get his superstar uh, banner, his stature as well. But I do think both both make the all-star. MPJ still growing. Still have veteran leadership with Paul Millsap. And they still have the like the last resort. They can always trade their pieces to go get a, another star or superstar to help that court if need be. Number Before three, you have made the case off camera, off pod, that they should, that the Nuggets should make a move like training for Harden. Do you believe that that would make them favorites in the West? No, I think they'll make them conference fa uh, uh, favorites. It's just it's just Brian. Hey, that just is too lethal. And I do think with the additional Harden. Murray and Joe get like opportunities with the ball would diminish, potential shots would diminish as well. I think 
you might have to custom make your offense to fit Harden. I don't think Harden would come in and just settle to be number two in that role, but I do think they, they are a guaranteed conference finals with that team. Harden just has to buy into whatever system he's traded to. Because if he doesn't buy in, then it's not. It's like, what are you trading for? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Number three, I have the Portland Trailblazers. They acquired Robert Covington, Enos Cantor, getting Nurkic back. Hopefully, Zach Collins come back healthy as well. Then they have two lethal backcourt with uh, Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum. I have them boys being a three seed. Number four, I have the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, it's Kawhi and uh, Paul George uh, running back again with a new head coach, Tyron Lue. I think the reason they brought in Tyron Lue and got rid of Doc Rivers, I'll be, he may not be a better coach, but he would change the culture in uh, L.A. He won't let them. I think Kawhi game management, like low <laughs> management, like all that, I don't think that'll be, continue to happen. I think the special perks that they report that the Athletic came out with, that won't continue to happen as well. So he's just there to change the culture, and, and as a result, the culture will reflect on their play on the court, and that's what they're banking on. Number five out of the Dallas Mavericks. The reason – I had the Mavericks at first as a three or four seed, but the reason I brought them down – because although they can score with the best of them, they cannot defend with the best of them. I know they acquired Josh Richardson, but still, Luka has proven himself defensively. Kristaps has proven he can stay healthy. And we saw it last year they when they played the Clippers in the, the bubble playoffs. They weren't they weren't playoff season. They let Marcus Morris get in his head. Mark Tres Morris getting his head. I think more, uh, more experience will benefit this team, so I have them as a five seed. All right, <clears throat> six, seven, and eight. I think the six, seven, eight spot in the West would be will be a will, will be a fight. I think the Suns for right now. I have the Suns, Jazz, and Warriors. I think the Warriors Curry could potentially get them in there, but I also have the Rockets and I also have the Wolves. I think it'll come down to those five teams that will battle for those three spots. I do think the Jazz have playoff experience and experienced head coach. I do think they'll get a spot. We love the Suns. Monty Williams, my coach of the year pick, a candidate, and they got Chris Paul. So I have them. And I, I think Steven Silas, even if they trade Harden, because they they're going to get a haul back one. But I think he could get something going with uh, John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, Christian Wood, uh, acquired from the Pistons. They, they, and he's getting comparisons of AD I'm, I'm seeing as well. So I think Steven Silas can convince these players to join this new system. They still have some old Houston alum. They still have Eric Gordon on the team, have Daniel House on the team. So I do think the Rockets can fight for that playoff spot. Timberwolves, their issue is coaching and Golden State, similar to cut. They just have to prove they can encourage out to prove he can win by itself. And I just haven't seen that yet. But I, I do have them fighting for a playoff spot. I don't think they'll be trash like what they did last season. So that, that is my Western Conference playoff predictions. And the team I have going to the finals. The Pelicans. Oh, I had the Pelicans in there too, but you know, I just it ain't there. You ain't ready yet. They need a yeah. year. They need another mm-hmm. year. Uh, what's the conference predictions? I have the Lakers going. One, thing, to the- one more thing, Blue, my bad. Uh, when we say Curry got to win by himself, we don't mean like he's playing by himself. We just mean he's the only star on the team. Agree. Just had to put that out. Who, who, who has done that outside of Brown? Westbrook has laid that team to the playoffs. We ain't talking about rings. It, don't, it ain't about a ring. It's not. Winning oh, okay. by yourself as the star. I thought you meant like winning a ring by yourself. Oh, boy. I know you meant like playoff. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, come on now. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's done that. Even LeBron couldn't do it, but he made the playoffs. That thing to the final mm-hmm. that was nasty. Speaking of LeBron, I have the Lakers going out of the West. It will be a Lakers Bucks finals, and I say Lakers in six. LeBron gets ring number five. Lakers, Lakers in four. Yeah, they play them. <laughs> they gonna sweep them boys. <laughs> the break. Huh? We beat them. Yes, they didn't get better. They didn't. They literally did not get better. Pick around pick on that Bogdanovich thing. 
because he never agreed to go there. They just botched. They they botched their team trying to. They was like, we bringing in Drew. We got Bogdan coming in. The whole time nobody know nobody ever called Bogdan. So Bogdan I'm like, I never said I was going to Milwaukee. <laughs> exactly. Milwaukee, it's cold out there. What Atlanta talking about? <laughs> oh, bitch. Exactly. Atlanta, me. <laughs> hey, uh, Jamal, who you got? Finals prediction. Uh, Lakers versus Nets as it stands right now. I got <clears throat> Lakers in seven. Yeah. Lakers in seven. Uh, John? Finals. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go KD LeBron again. And, uh, Let's get LeBron to have some a little revenge. Let's get, let's get some revenge there. So I, I'll take Lakers over Nets and in a good six-game series. JB, last but not least. It's Jeanette. Technical difficulties. Okay, JB, just when you get back in, you just let us know, but <laughs> Cut. Is it time? Is it time? Yes. My finals predictions. Oh, Lakers Nets. Uh, if the Nets do not acquire James Harden, they will lose in six. Gotcha. If they do acquire James Harden, I have them winning in seven. Got you. Um, Cut Carter, is it time? I think it's time for the first annual Pack These. Pack These. Pack These. brought to you by Pack These. Brought to you by Pack Like Podcast. Carter House, Carter to Carter Experience. Pack brand. Uh, Packbrand.net. Yep. Bought to you by bought to you by Carter Real Estate. All um, sponsors. Bought to you by <laughs> Every R Matters. Afro Comic Carter. Every R Matters. Bought yeah. to you by, bought to you yeah. by eighth grade English at Kip. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> Don't market it. I know, but I don't <laughs> Nah for real. Uh, take it away, cut Carter. Introduce the first annual pack these. Packies. You know why we started the Packies? Because we ain't watching the Grammys. Mm. And we doing mm-hmm. it on 2020, not 20, not 20, not those songs that qualify. Except one person. The only person that made it into this category from 2019 was well deserved. Well, two people, actually. But I'll go with the first category. But wait, before you start, like I want to keep on with Cole saying no Grammys, no Emmys, no Oscars. We the Packies. We we two changing the game. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, and then I'm gonna bring you. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna point. I'm gonna call on people to announce the category. I want to be authentic. <clears throat> okay, I'm buying. I'm buying. All right. <laughs> First up to announce the best new artist. Well, I'm gonna text y'all. I'm gonna text you to you. I'm gonna text you, Bruce. I'm gonna text the candidates. I got you. Yeah, I'm gonna text the candidates so you can read them. Getting it because this this new this new Zoom. You know, we gotta get accustomed to the award show. Used to being in person, but okay. Best new artist. The candidates include Megan Thee Stallion, Doja Cat, D Smoke, <laughs> Chloe and Holly, Don Tolliver, and forgive me if I miss mess up your name. K Dranda. Katronada. Uh, can we deliberate as a committee before we make the announcement for who is the best new artist? Pause it. Yep, we're gonna go. We're gonna get into it. And the winner is. Oh, okay. Hey, oh, you still here? Okay, I didn't know. And the winner is. 
<laughs> Megan the Stallion. Wow. Well deserved, Meg. Your package will come via social media. Adi, 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 adi. We can send you an award or we can send you me. Or we can send you some pack merch. That's your award. Big facts. <laughs> Next. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Um, Bruce, you could actually finish out with those if you want. Oh, you want? Yeah, you can do them. Go ahead, do them. No, no, no. never mind. We're gonna switch it up. Go ahead, John. Do one category. Right. Pick one. Just do one of them. All right. And the next category for the first ever Pack the Awards is Best Pop Album. We have our nominees: Justin Bieber, Changes. We have The Weekend, After Hours. We have Lady Gaga, Chromatica. We have Dua Lipa, Future Nostalgia. We have Hame, Women in Music, three. We have Tommy Impala, The Slow Rush, a personal favorite of mine. And then we also have Ariana Grande, Positions. We have 60 seconds to deliberate on the vote, and we'll come back and let you know who the winner is. John, uh, John, you can announce the winner, but And the winner of the first ever Pacties Best Pop Album Award goes to the weekend after hours. Congratulations, the weekend. We are all a fans of yours and your personalized uh congratulations message will be coming via social media. Be on the lookout for that mention. And Ball Lodge is Super Bowl performance, man. Waiting to see that. All right, next. Jalen, back to you. Back from our sponsor. For the first annual Pack these. We will be announcing our top nominees for the 2020 R&B albums. <laughs> we have Jivion, When It's All Said and Done. Chloe and Halle, Ungodly Hour. Janae Aiko with Chalumbo. We have It Was Good Until It Wasn't, Kalani. <laughs> and we also have, wait, Wait, yeah, that's it. Is that an error? Oh, you took my other ones out? I took the weekend off. Brent Fires, F the world. God damn oh, yeah, it. Take, take two, it take two. <laughs> Back from our sponsor. Here is Jalen. <sighs> Here we go. Better <laughs> 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 be edited, boy. <clears throat> See, I had it perfect the first time until Derek messed up my momentum. Bro, we're live. We're, hey, we're live. We're live. Okay. <clears throat> for the first annual Pacties, I will be announcing the 2020 best R&B albums. We have Jivion with When It's All Said and Done, Chloe and Halle, Ungodly Hour, Janae Aiko, Chalumbo, and we have It Was Good Until It Wasn't, Kalani, and Brent Fayez, F The World. We will go into deliberations now. And the winner for the best R&B album of the Pacties is Chloe and Halle, Ungali Hour. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes, be on the lookout for your shout out. You guys, are, you guys deserved it. We'll call you. You don't call us, we'll call you. You, go, you guys rock is what you wanted to say, huh, Jalen? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, Demond, run one of the hip-hop ones. Best hip-hop albums. The nominees are Little Uzi, 
Eternal Takes, The Deluxe. Lil Baby, my turn, The Deluxe. Roddy Rich, please excuse me for being antisocial. Pop Smoke, Meet the Woe 2. Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist, Alfredo. Gunna, Wanna, Deluxe. Lil Dirk, just because y'all waited too. And the winner for the best hip hop album 2020, first annual Pacties is Lil Dirk, just because y'all waited too. Dirkio. What's up? Dirkio. Let it dress swing. Like what do JB say? Let us dress swing. Yeah, boy. Dread swing. I feel like Wayne showed me my opponent. I felt that even though I ain't had no dreads. <laughs> Next. Uh one who's you go on another one? Next. Oh, I can do one of mine. Wait, okay. can I? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Nah, but go ahead. All right. Here <laughs> at the Pack these, we don't just do music. That's that's bull We don't just do music. We also do. What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Sorry, there's a little error on my uh my envelope. Here at the pack scenes, we also do. <laughs> wait, wait. Steve. You look, you uh, <laughs> Steve Harvey. I messed up. It's right there on the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> we also do streaming services. So we all know it's been a dreadful year due to this COVID nineteen. So which streaming service? has been the best streaming service. We have Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Amazon Prime, and of course, Disney Plus. Here we go, deliberate. And after a, a tough deliberation, I was fighting for one of my favorite personal favorites, but the committee went a different way, similar to the college football playoffs committee, but that's neither here nor there. Ooh. The winner of the quarantine stream service of the year is the giant itself, Netflix. Hey, shout out yes, to sir. Netflix for having a strong black lead. Uh, we love culturally relevant streaming services over here. So add some, add some positive stuff, though. We want to see the 13th and our people in chains. Shout out to Chadwick Boseman, new movie on Netflix. Y'all go check that out. My Rainey, uh, all that stuff. So shout out to Netflix for looking out for our people. Got you. Uh, how many words you got left, Kurt Carter? Sorry, right, go ahead, John. Do your last category. Songs you did albums, you don't do songs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. All right. And for the first annual best pop song for the Pack These Award, we have our nominees are as follows Doja Cat, Say So, Justin Bieber, Yummy, Ariana Grande, Position, Dua Lipa, Levitating, and Tommy Apollo, Borderline. The PAC committee will now take 60 seconds to deliberate. We'll be back with our final decision. After our sponsor, here is a note from our, our guest, Johnny Mall. Take it away. Thanks, Ruther Carter. Uh, after a tough 60 seconds of deliberation, it actually was a little longer than that. My favorite artist of all time actually was not uh, named the winner for this particular category, but an up-and-comer was, and that is Miss Doja Cat. Congratulations, Say So is our best pop song of the year, first annual Patsy's Award. Shout out to you, Miss Doja. Uh, and shout stay out to Justin Bieber for dropping Stay off them chats. Yeah, do better, sis. We need you to do better. 
stay out the chat room. <laughs> Go ahead, Jalen. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna speak on it, but yeah. All right. <laughs> I ain't gonna speak on it now. <clears throat> we have rolled into the next segment of best 2020 R&B songs. First, we have Do It by Chloe and Hallie. Second, we have, okay, I'm going to edit this a little bit. Vagina Fairy. Vagina Fairy by Janae Aiko. You might as well have said it. Third, we have Dying for Your Love, Snow Allegra. Okay. Then we have Like I Want You by Jivion. And then we have Been Away, Brent Fayez. I like Been Away. So now we will take some time to deliberate. Here's a word from our sponsors. And we are back from having a word with our sponsors. The results are in. And winner for the best R&B song of 2020. And the, for the first annual Patties. Back up. P Fairy, Janae Aiko. Congratulations, Congratulations. Shout out to my, ooh, shout out to you, shout out to you. All right, all right, all Someone right, all right, Demar. Y'all gonna drop you? <laughs> Very creative. Is this closing out? Oh no, we still have still have a couple more. Yeah, we, we got two more, right? Two or three more, right? A couple more. Song of the year for the Pacties. Okay. The nominees are, rest in peace, Pop Smoke, Dior, Dior, Drake featuring Lil Durk, Laugh Now, Cry Later, Roddy Rich, just put the stick in the box. <laughs> Jack Harlow was popping. Megan Thee Stallion, Savage, Remix, featuring Beyonce. Lil Baby, The Bigger Picture. And Lil Baby, We Paid, featuring 42 Doug. I was going to whistle, but I can't even get it out. <laughs> we will take a second to get the winner together. <laughs> and the winner... For the first annual Pacti Song of the Year is one again, Megan Thee Stallion Savage Remix featuring Beyonce. She got two Pacti. That's a record. Congratulations. <laughs> what if they just said it's a record on the first annual? <laughs> <laughs> Last year, Meg Thee Stallion swept the Pacties. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> oh my goodness. Y'all look stupid. <laughs> uh, we got one more category. What are we doing? Oh, look, I'm coming. We're, we're and we're live in three, two. Sorry for the mix up earlier. Uh, Demond's category was hip hop song of the year. I'm here to tell you the song of the year category. The nominees are as follows Face to Black. Drake, Laugh Now and Cry Later. The Weeknd, Blinding Lights. Doja Cat, Say So. Roddy Rich, The Box. Justin Bieber, Changes. Lil Baby, We Paid. Made the Stallion, Savage. And the winner is. <laughs> and the winner is. The weekend, blinding lights. This is the weekend first ever packy. 
while I'm here, I'll close out the show. I have uh, the last two categories. Um, since we're already on song of the year, or three categories, my bad. Record of the year, the nominees are as follows. Blinding Lights, The Weeknd. Chloe Haley, Don't Make It Harder On Me. Tam Impala, Borderline. Meg Thee Stallion, Savage Remix, featuring Beyonce. Dua Lipa, Levitating. I don't have to take a break this time. The liberation's been settled. The winner is The Weeknd, Blinding yes. Lights. For those of you who wonder what's the difference between song of the year and record of the year, song of the year is about the song, record of the year is about the production. Okay. This is oh. The Weeknd's second ever packed. He ties Megan the Stallion. Congratulations. Uh, the Weeknd has one pop album of the year. So. Oh, wow. Try them things. Try them. The Weeknd has three packed. No record. <laughs> 10 minutes broken. <laughs> Just broken by the set by Megan the Stallion 10 minutes earlier. All right, album of the year. The nominees are as follows. The Weeknd, After Hours, Lil Baby, My Turn, <clears throat> Ungali Hour, Chloe Haley and Haley, Tim Impala, The Slow Rush, Meg The Stallion, Good News, Janae Aiko, Chalumbo. We'll be back in a minute after we have a discussion with our sponsors. And here, live, from after our sponsors, here is Cut Carter for the announcement. And the album of the year is The Weeknd, After Hours. The Weeknd now has how many Grammys, Mr. Marshall? <laughs> Get that man a 4PF chain. Get that man a 4PF chain. And this Sorry, comes lady. to the last category of the practice. Woo. We didn't feel like we get here. Artist of the year. Year, year, year. Cookie. Nominees are Lil Baby, Made the Stallion, Taylor Swift, The Weeknd, Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, Chloe and Haley, and last but not least, Janae Aiko. And the winner is for Artist of the Year. And the winner is for Artist of the Year, in case I wasn't ready the first time. And the winner is for Artist of the Year. Lil Baby, Mr. Four Pockets Full, Artist of the Year. Yeah, 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 we paid. Oh, God. And what baby say? Oh, God. <laughs> 500 racks on a Lambo and didn't even know how to make them go on oh, God. <laughs> and I, I will say this. Um, this goes to the artist that we feel was consistent from January 1st to the recording of this pack, packies, packies, um, packies. Oh, geez. And, and it goes to the person that's like their work ethic, their delivery, their consistency. And we feel like he embodies our first annual artist of the year award. True. Congratulations to you, little baby. And here at the Packies, we want to give you an insight into our thinking. And here are our own personal top 10 songs of the year. Demond, take it away. I actually have five honorable mentions. And if y'all don't know, I do do playlists, release them when the podcast is released. So check my Instagram story for that. My first honorable mention, Good Time of Wiz Khalifa's Big Pimpin' Mixtape. 
featuring Young Deji, also another honorable mention, all week with a Kobe tribute on there, um, featuring Young Deji, also our big pimping. Mark's Basement for Wiz Khalifa off his <laughs> other shit that dropped this year. It's only we, bro. Um, my last two honorable mentions are from The Weeknd's After Hours albums. Uh, these two songs are back-to-back. I really can't decide which one is better. In Your Eyes and Save Your Tears, it was a toss-up for me. Couldn't really do it. Um, my number 10 song, After Hours, self-titled album. Um, song's a bop. Number nine, What's Up, off EA Deluxe version featuring Future. Gave us a sneak peek of what was coming in their later mixtape. Uh, number eight, Crossroads, off Top, Young Boy. Can't even... Anyway, yeah. Uh, number, what is this? Number six, Fox Five off Lil Keed's album that dropped this year. Um, Trapped on Cleveland Three. Fox Five to me, catchiest song of the year. Uh, number four, no, actually, I'm wrong. Number five, Far featuring Young Thug, Gunna off the Wanna album. Number four, Laugh Now, Cry Later featuring Lil Dirk, Drake, his single, Can't Wait for Certified Lover Boy. Number three, Chicago Freestyle, Drake and Giveon. Um, Number two was tied for me, two songs with Lil Baby. Number, uh, it was How off his My Turn album and Always and Forever, uh, Mariah, San- Mariah the Scientist single um, featuring Lil Baby. And my number one song, Snow Child, The Weeknd off After Hours. Appreciate that, my guy was on mute, uh, Zoom University. Uh, John, would you like to go? Yeah, um, you know, <clears throat> like on the year that we call 2020, we recognize that the pandemic has took a lot of lives, but at the very positive time also offered us a lot of music to help us cope with some of the loss of our loved ones and just some of the loss of reality itself. And so I am very appreciative of this year for all of the music that has dropped and all of the artists who are able to still release their albums and continue their careers. With that being stated, I want to first say RIP to some of the musical figures that we lost. Uh, King Von, uh, you were an upcoming superstar uh, in the rap game. You will be missed. I have you as an honorable mention. Armed and Dangerous was a very great record uh, that you re- recorded earlier this year, and I appreciate listening to it. So RIP King Von. Also want to say RIP to Pop Smoke very much also another up-and-coming superstar in the rap industry and i really appreciated your r&b segment of shoot for the stars aim for the moon that you dropped um and i appreciated something special as an honorable mention for my top songs of the year moving on i got two more honorable mentions i want to say past the water by Lil Durk. you was singing your heart out boy and that song was going crazy I really rock with Past the Water. If you haven't heard it, check it out. ATL Freestyle, because that's where I am in Atlanta, by Black, was also a very good record. Um, And he dropped the EP that was tough. If you don't know who Black is, check him out. I highly recommend it. And lastly, for my honorable mentions, you all, I want to shout out Drake for releasing an EP this year. And we look forward to the album uh, just shortly into the new year upcoming. Keed, you also released the album this year. And I appreciate it. Much of the tracks that were on there. and also shout out to Big Sean for releasing music this year. Long awaited. You have some really good songs. None of them made my list, but you are one of my favorite artists. And I thought um, 
he should get recognition for releasing music in 2020. All right, y'all, let's get to it. You've been waiting for it. Here are my top 10 songs of the year. Um, Number 10, Flo Millie in the party. Flo Millie, you know how it go. Flo Millie has gotten a lot of parties crunk this year, and she came on the scene hot, so it'd be crazy not to honor her. Uh, Number nine, Had Enough by Don Tolliver. Uh, I really appreciate the sound. I think he's a continuation of Travis Scott, and I'm looking forward to him having another great year in 2021. Number eight, Go Crazy by Chris Brown and Young Thug. Uh, for obvious reasons, the beat is nice. That mixtape was tough. I like the collaboration, much needed. The video was crazy as well. And that has a lot to do with if I'm going to like a song or not. Number seven, I have Do It. You heard it on the pack these. Uh, just won an award here as one of the greatest songs of the year, 2020. Shout out to Chloe and Holly. Uh, I really appreciate Do It as a, as a record that can be honored as a top 10. Number six, Blind and Lights by The Weeknd. Uh, no other words needed. Very great song. I could have had Snow Child on there. I could have had any other song from that album, but I really appreciated that. Number five, Savage Remix, uh, Megan Thee Stallion, Beyonce. TikTok uh, movement, a lot of girls dancing on the ground, a very influential uh, person in a lot of girls' lives. So shout out to Meg for releasing that with Beyonce and hopping on. Number four, Laugh Now, Cry Later. Uh, definitely a record that is a bop for obvious reasons. Shout out to Dirk for making my list um, in there as well. Number three, Drug Addiction. Uh, the first track on top by NBA Youngboy. Like, yo, I'm going to tell you something about Youngboy. He, he may got a lot of things going on personally, but when he's in the studio and put them headphones on and get behind the mic with a blunt in his hand, that man is a real-life rapper uh, and singer. So shout out to Baton Rouge in the house for making a list. Last two here, We Paid by Lil Baby. Uh, just respect to Lil Baby for having a great year. We Paid pretty much summarizes how I feel. Uh, a lot of money came in this year for 2020, so I felt paid. Um, so shout out to Lil Baby. And number one, this beat is so hard that it had to be my number one song. And who the video, and who the girls that danced to it. WAP is that number one song of the year. It is by Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, yes, she made two of my songs. And if you ain't heard WAP or seen a video or seen TikTok of people trying to replicate, <laughs> You need to go check your phone again right now. But um, those are my those are my top ten songs of the year. Uh, gotcha, thanks for tuning God. in. Uh, Jalen, you are next. Uh, <clears throat> my top ten of twenty twenty. I have no honorable mentions. I took the time to really narrow this down. <clears throat> Number ten, we have "Drinking and Smoking" by Lil Uzi and Future. Great record. Um, man, can't say enough about the album, but that record there is just phenomenal. Number nine, I have Met Gala by Gunna. Very underrated record, I feel like, this year. Every time it comes on, it's just like ridiculous. The energy of that record is crazy. We have number seven, Like I Want You by Givion. By Givion. Amazing. Amazing record, man. Guys singing his heart out. Followed by, we have at number six, The Beach, also by Jivion. The guy's just a phenomenal talent, man. Like, I, you just have no idea. <clears throat> All right. We have Laugh Now, Cry Later by Dirt and Drake. Phenomenal song. Then we have When to Say When by Drake, 
Then we have Heartless by The Weeknd. Then we have coming into number three, The Chicago Freestyle by Drake. And number two, we have coming in, Bruiser called it. It is P-Fairy by Janae Aiko. And number one, of course, man, this guy had a phenomenal year. Um, one of his best albums, one of the best albums ever, uh, Blind and Lights. Can't say enough about that record. Literally feel like I'm in the 80s and also current day. So that is my top 10 records of this year, songs this year. All right. Second to last, it is me, Bruce Carter. I have, just want to shout out these four artists, reasonable honorable mentions. Armed and Dangerous, similar to John. Uh, King Von intro track to Welcome to Old Block went crazy. Um, my, my third one is Bean, Kobe, featuring Chief Keith by Lil Uzi Vert. That beat goes crazy. And with the passing of Kobe Bryant, it just it just hit more when like when you hear that song come on. Number three, Carter put me onto this song by Stone Cold Jizzle. Yep, yep. By Stone Cold Jizzle, remix with Nino Calvin. And last but not least, uh, Drika by Kevin Gates, the single he released back in, I want to say, March, April, when it's uh, crazy to me, and that was one of my most played songs this year, ironically. Number 10, similar to JB, I have Met Gala by Gunna. Just when something, just feel different when that beat come on. Number nine is Sauce Girl by Pierre Bourne. Back to my old life. Yeah, that way that song come in is too hard for me not to, to omit that. Uh, number eight, I have Full Circle by Big Sean. Uh, you know everything comes full circle. Just a great message, and P. I, I like like whenever P. Diddy's speech on the song, just talking on a track. I just I just like makes me want to listen to it more. So I have full circle eight. Number seven, I have no option by Internet Money and Kevin Gates. Number six, I have In the Party by Flo Millie. Just something when that beat come on, just get your turn. All right, number five, I have Pardon Me by Lil Yachty featuring Future. Just my uh, Future went stupid on there, whistling and all. So yeah, I got shout out Future and Yachty. Uh, number four, When We Shoot by Lil Durk off the deluxe of Just Cause Y'all Waited too. Number three, I have 24-8 or 248, uh, however you want to say it. I love that song by Lil Durk. That's one of my favorite. That's my that is my favorite song from that album. Number two, it's about Lil Durk. Down Me by King Von and Lil Durk. By Levon and on his album, King Von's album, Levon James. And number one off the posthumous Mac Miller album, I have good news. Uh, just a great song, and that is that's a, that's top two favorite albums for me this year in 2020. Uh, Circles by Mac Miller. So that there you have it. That is my top ten songs of 2020. All right, for me, I had to do some honorable mentions too. I just digest a lot of music. Um, no specific order, I guess, but uh, Flo Millie Week, one of my favorite songs this year. Um, Brent Fire is bluffing. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert, Venetia, and Lil Uzi Vert, Chrome Heart Tags, and Urgency. I like those. Um, Drake, Laugh Now, Cry Later featuring Dirk. Surprised it didn't make my top 10, but it, it was like, I just know he got more music coming that'll probably just be my soundtrack next year. Um, Ride Wave, Girl of My Dreams. <clears throat> uh, Ride Wave, Letter from Houston. And Young Blue, this artist from uh, Alabama, I've been playing him a lot. He makes, he's actually really, really good. Um, Kind of like singing rap. Her, he got a song called "Her Fears" that I think is really, really good. But people, a lot of people probably like, probably never heard it. Um, and then my last honorable mention is September 16th off Kid Cudi, "A uh, Man in the Moon 3 that just dropped. I 
I love that. That's like the shout song. out to Kid Cudi for dropping music, man. Shout out to Kid Cudi. Man on the Moon Three is the I mean, uh, Solo Dolo Three sounds good. It was probably one of my favorites, but September Sixteenth, the song about his girlfriend, like I need your love all over me, is just the vibe and the harmonization, the production, everything's fine. Um, so let's get into it. Number ten, we have Lil Dirk. When we shoot, that's probably one of my favorite and most played off there. Um, Lemonade off of Internet Money featuring Gunna and Don Tolliver featuring Nav. That was one of my, I love that song. Uh, the way Don coming on it just from the jump, the video on the on the water with the lemonade. Number eight, I have Met Gala by Gunna. Came from Flash Ozen off net off the south in the back. You get whacked to get shot in your car. It's just everything he was saying on there was, he was flowing. And then the fact that I'm, you know, I'm from that, I live in that area that he talking about, it just, woo, it was like hit home for me. Um, this is one of the ones people probably didn't, wouldn't expect uh, Ariana Grande. Uh, POV is one, I think it's the last song on her album. That's the album. You grown, got a girlfriend, go play that album for your girlfriend. No cap. Seven, that was seven. Number six, I have Always and Forever by Mariah the Scientist featuring Lil Baby. One of my favorite songs if you ever, like, if you listen to this song and you don't like it, I don't know, you might be tripping. It's just the nostalgic vibe. Um, it's produced by Earl on the beat who produced a lot of Lil Yachty stuff. Crazy track, um, Lil Baby comes on and then kill it. They shot it at Magic City, just cool vibe. Um, my number five, Sun Came Out by Gunna. It's, it's like an anthem for me. It's just, every time I hear it, it's just, I, I can get dressed to it every morning. Number four, Pierre Bourne, one of my favorite artists that really just dropped the deluxe this year, Sauce Girl. Sauce Girl, like Sauce Girl is <laughs> as elite, elite, elite track. Sauce Boy is good too, but Sauce Girl, elite track. Um, number three, like John, I had this song in there. Drug Addiction by Young Boy. Um, his album was one of my favorites this year, and that really sets the tone for me. Uh, me and Jalen was going out one time. Like he literally got in the car, and it's first the first thing I played, and we lit. And he talking, about, I want to take it all back the way it started. <laughs> it's just the it's just the vibe, bro. He's like you hear you like dang, you really you feel that. And then my last two tracks, number two and number one, are from the same artist, my artist of the year overall, as far as like music. Uh, number two is Escape from LA, which is this, which is the following track to my number one, which is Snow Child. If you get a chance to listen to the Weekends album, and you don't like the run from Snow Child to Escape from LA, I don't know. Then I can't help you. That run is incredible. It's it's, yeah. it's like the song. It don't feel like a different song. It just ends and then uh, next thing you know is the beat drop. <laughs> and it, bro, production, his production. Then they said Metro executive produced the album. That production on the album is nuts. Stupid nuts. Oh, wow. And after a long <laughs> pack piece, uh, we just want to say thank you for tuning in to the pack piece. Uh, first of many to come. Also, thank you for tuning in to the Pack Holiday Special, and this will conclude the very special Pack Holiday Special. I'm your host, Bruiser Carter. I'm going to say my name first, and I, we wish you a happy holidays. Beside me, we got my boy, Mr. Johnny Moore. Glad to be your boy, man. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for allowing us to do the Pack these and for y'all tuning in. Hopefully, y'all leave in the comments who you felt like we left out or snubbed, and if you agree with our selections, but all of those artists and everyone else who released music this year did a great job, so... Thanks for tuning in. That when we got my brother, Mr. Cut Carter. Cutthroat, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy 
Kwanzaa, Happy New Year, you know. But uh, it's been a pleasure. Pack these. Yep, use your powers responsibly. And last but not least, we got my boy, Mr. Jalen. Man, it's just been a blessing. Full year of doing the pod. What is this, episode 85? No, this is a, the very special pack holiday special. Not an official episode. <clears throat> not an official episode. See, it's a blessing just to even have that. Uh, just want to say thank you to everybody that supports us from the podcast, from the brand, to the to the brand, everything, man. Um, we're very grateful, humble. Um, hope you guys have a wonderful holiday. Um, and just cherish your loved ones. Um, and that's all I have to say. It's a wrap. And thank you for Damani. I had to go a little bit early, but we understand it. We got some uh, duties to attend to. And we are out of here. Thank you for tuning in. A very special pack holiday special. New pack life.